Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Tuesday, October 4th. U.S. equities rallied for a second day amid a host of events and data, including a smaller-than-expected rate hike from the Reserve Bank of Australia. On the equity front, South Korean internet giant Naver Corporation announced that it will acquire Poshmark for $1.2 billion. Electric vehicle company Rivian posted a noticeable jump in its third quarter production. And Elon Musk said he will move forward with his original proposal to purchase Twitter. In economic news, factory orders were unchanged. The final reads on durable goods orders matched expectations. Capital spending data was upwardly adjusted, and the job openings and labor turnover survey fell more than forecasted. Treasury yields declined and the U.S. dollar tumbled, while crude oil prices rose ahead of tomorrow's OPEC meeting, with reports suggesting production cuts may be in the offing and gold traded solidly higher. Asian stocks finished broadly higher following the Reserve Bank of Australia's dovish monetary policy decision, while markets in mainland China and Hong Kong were closed for holidays. European stocks saw broad gains amid the Reserve Bank of Australia's rate increase and following yesterday's announcement from the UK government that it will reverse its decision to cut taxes on high-income earners. The Dow Jones Industrial Average jumped 825 points, or 2.8%, to 30,316. The S&P 500 Index climbed 113 points, or 3.1%, to 3,791. And the Nasdaq Composite soared 361 points, or 3.3%, to 11,176. In moderately heavy volume, 5.1 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil gained $2.89 to $86.52 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price increased $31.90 to $1,733.90 per ounce, and the dollar index fell 1.4%, to 110.14. In equity news on Tuesday, Rivian Automotive, ticker symbol RIVN, announced that its third quarter production jumped 67% versus the prior quarter. The electric vehicle automotive technology company produced over 7,000 vehicles in the third quarter, its highest quarterly amount, and confirmed that it remains on track to achieve its production goal for fiscal year 2022. Shares of Rivian traded noticeably higher. In M&A news, South Korean internet giant Naver Corporation announced that it will acquire Poshmark, ticker symbol P-O-S-H, an e-commerce marketplace platform for $1.2 billion. Naver, which operates a search engine, e-commerce platform, and other services in South Korea, said that the deal will deepen Naver's reach in online retail. Poshmark rallied over 10%. And after being halted for most of the day, shares of Twitter, ticker symbol TWTR, resumed trading and jumped on reports that Elon Musk sent a letter to the social media's board stating that he plans to go forth with his original proposal to purchase the company at $54.20 per share, a deal that could happen as soon as Friday, according to sources familiar with the matter.
The move comes just days before the two sides were set to appear in court after Twitter sued Musk to force him to complete the purchase after he informed the company of his intentions to terminate the agreement in July. The S&P 500 index rebounded yesterday after dropping six out of the last seven weeks to levels not seen since 2020 as inflation pressures persist, which has forced the Fed to aggressively tighten monetary policy, as discussed in the article titled Stock Market Volatility, Recession Worries Flare. Meanwhile, as the markets gear up for the start of third quarter earnings season next week, Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders discusses in her article titled Earnings Trampled Underfoot how the bear market has been driven by multiple compression, making valuations look relatively compelling, but expected weakness in earnings may limit the upside potential for stocks. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter at Lizanne Saunders. And you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page. And you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Tuesday, factory orders for August was unchanged as expected and versus the prior month's unrevised 1% decline. Durable goods orders, preliminarily reported last week, remained at the previously reported 0.2% month-over-month decrease for August, and excluding transportation orders were unexpectedly adjusted slightly upward to a 0.3% gain. As well, August's final read on non-defense capital goods orders, excluding aircraft, considered a proxy for capital spending, was upwardly adjusted to a 1.4% month-over-month increase from a 1.3% rise in the preliminary reading. The Labor Department's Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey, or JOLTS, a measure of unmet demand for labor, showed a noticeable decline to 10.1 million jobs available to be filled in August, while below estimates of 11.1 million, and versus July's downwardly revised level of 11.2 million. The report showed the hiring rate was unchanged from July's 4.1% level, and total separations, including quits, layoffs, discharges, and other separations, ticked slightly higher to 3.9% from July's 3.8% rate. The quit rate for August remained at the prior month's 2.7% pace. Treasury yields were lower, with the yield on the two-year note declining three basis points to 4.08%, the yield on the 10-year note down four basis points to 3.61%, and the 30-year bond rate decreasing two basis points to 3.69%. Bond yields in the U.S. dollar have been bolstered as of late by the Fed's aggressive monetary policy actions, as discussed by Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, in her article titled, with inflation offsides, the Fed keeps hiking. The Fed has hiked rates by 75 basis points for three straight meetings, downgraded economic growth forecasts, and increased the unemployment rate outlook as inflation remains the central bank's primary concern. You can follow Kathy on Twitter at Kathy Jones. Schwab's Lizanne Saunders discusses the impact of the greenback's recent rise in her latest article titled Ripples from Surging Dollar, discussing how while a spike in global market volatility has prompted some investors to think a Fed response is imminent, we caution against thinking that intervention is a bullish development. 
Items slated for release on tomorrow's economic calendar include the ADP Employment Change Report, forecasted to show the addition of 200,000 private sector jobs during September, as well as the August trade balance, with economists projecting the deficit narrowed to $67.7 billion. A look at the services side of the economy is also on tap, with the ISM Services Index expected to nudge lower to a level of 56.0 for September from August's 56.9 level, and the S&P Global U.S. Services Index to remain at the preliminary reading of 49.2 for September, but above the prior month's 43.7 reading. Rounding out the docket is the MBA Mortgage Applications Index for the week ended September 30th. In international news on Tuesday, stocks in Europe posted widespread gains amid the Reserve Bank of Australia's monetary policy decision, and as the markets continued to digest yesterday's announcement that the UK government will reverse its decision to cut taxes for the highest income tax bracket. The original announcement of the tax cuts caused UK bond yields to spike last week and the British pound to fall to an all-time low versus the US dollar, forcing the Bank of England to announce plans to buy long-term bonds. Today, the British pound and the euro traded higher versus the US dollar, while bond yields in the eurozone and the UK were noticeably lower. In economic news, the Eurozone's Producer Price Index, or PPI, hit a fresh record high of a 43.3% year-over-year rise in August, slightly above the 43.2% estimate and noticeably higher than the prior month's upwardly revised 38% growth rate. On a month-over-month basis, PPI rose 5% as expected and above July's 4% gain. The inflation picture remains worrisome and is being exacerbated by an ensuing energy crisis in the region due to the ongoing war in Ukraine. Further complicating the energy crisis, last week the Nord Stream pipeline system, which transports Russian gas throughout the region, suffered damage that has led to several gas leaks in the Baltic Sea. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, notes in his latest article titled What's Next? Good, Bad, and Ugly that the persistence of global inflation could determine which of the three paths central banks may follow and which market qualities investors might consider for their portfolios. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index was up 2.6%. France's CAC 40 index soared 4.2%. Germany's DAX index climbed 3.8%. Italy's FTSE MIB index rallied 3.4%. Spain's IBEX 35 index increased 3.1%. And Switzerland's Swiss market index gained 2.9%. Stocks in Asia finished sharply higher following a surprisingly dovish rate hike from the Reserve Bank of Australia. Rather than hiking its cash rate target by 50 basis points as expected, the Reserve Bank of Australia increased it by 25 basis points to 2.60%. In a statement following the October policy meeting, Reserve Bank of Australia Governor Philip Lowe said, quote, Today's further increase in interest rates will help achieve a more sustainable balance of demand and supply in the Australian economy, end quote. 
He reiterated that the board expects to hike rates more over the period ahead and discussed how the size and timing of future increases will continue to be determined by incoming data and the outlook for inflation and the labor market. Despite the dovish rate hike, global monetary policy concerns regarding further aggressive rate hikes remain and has led to the sharp rise in the U.S. dollar recently, which has weighed on the Japanese yen and China's currency. Moreover, bond yields around the globe have moved solidly higher to exacerbate sentiment and concerns about a global recession. The tightening world financial conditions have come as central banks in North America, the Eurozone, and the UK have moved to make monetary policies restrictive to fight persisting inflation pressures. Adding further downside pressure on currencies in Japan and China, the Bank of Japan and China's central bank have bucked the trend as China even loosened policy to try to boost the world's second largest economy that has also been hampered by the impact of COVID-related lockdowns, regulatory crackdowns, real estate issues, and elevated geopolitical tensions with the U.S. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop provides commentary on China's situation in his article titled China Q&A Top 5 Questions, discussing various topics including inflationary concerns, currency movements, government policies, and more. In other economic news out of Japan, Tokyo CPI declined in line with expectations from the previous month, but rose more than forecasted when excluding food and energy. Additionally, South Korean and Japanese defense stocks led the rally after North Korea test-fired a missile over Japan for the first time in five years. Japan's Nikkei 225 index climbed 3% with the yen softening versus the U.S. dollar. The yen remains near multi-decade lows versus the greenback given the divergence of monetary policies. Australia's S&P ASX 200 index soared 3.8% following the Reserve Bank of Australia's monetary policy decision, and South Korea's KOSPI index gained 2.5%, while India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 index traded 2.3% higher. Volume was lighter than usual as markets in mainland China and Hong Kong were closed for holidays. The International Economic Calendar for tomorrow will hold a number of services PMIs from across the globe, as well as CPI from South Korea, trade figures from Germany, and industrial production from Spain.